Hello, everyone, and welcome to Platonic Life Mates Podcast. My name is Melissa. You said that weird. That was my <laughs> robot voice. My name is Melissa, and my co-host today, her name is Whitney. Yay. My name is Melissa, and ah, uh, yeah, that was weird. <laughs> to I be like... fair, I, I made a I made a critical error. I was trying to read something as I was talking, and it wasn't reading what I was saying. I was reading something differently, and I was just like, uh, error, 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 abort. Why abort. would you do that? You were like, I was like, I'm starting recording, and you're like, good time to read something unrelated. Great choice. <laughs> well, because I figured I don't say anything very like complex. I figured I could handle it, but apparently I couldn't. My brain like overheated and went bad. Okay, good choice. <clears throat> we are our choices. Alrighty. <laughs> Welcome to the show. Wow, wow, wow. Today, we're talking about Love is Blind, guys. The reunion just happened yesterday. If you didn't watch it, you should. I know. And, I was uh, I was yeah. skeptical when you were talking about it because I was like, oh, everyone's talking about this. Like, And I don't get into shows like bachelor or oh, no. uh married at first either. married at first glance oh i don't, I don't know, know. all these like, oh, like 90 day fiance i don't that stuff is it's it's bad cringe it. and so I, I watched the first episode of this i think last friday and like i was addicted with the first episode yeah you're welcome now I, I did struggle through some parts there are some cringe but not not over not overly cringe in my opinion. no just the just the right amount of cringe uh the, actually the most cringe i had was finishing up the reunion uh nick uh what's his nick lachey nick lachey <laughs> he, he is, is so... mega cringe he is such an awkward mega cringer awkward little human i shouldn't say that they own a house a couple miles away and i'm always like maybe we'll run into each other and have a play date i would be vanessa lachey's friend i think she's nice but nick i don't and care. you could be joey, like, like joey and you can go talk about shit i don't care i just want to hang out with vanessa lachey so vanessa if you hear this you seem really cool i think our kids would get along they're around the same age girl you can tell her that your best up. friend thinks her husband is super cringe <laughs> yeah i will definitely open with that yeah mm -hmm. by the way mm -hmm. um but before we get into that as always we're gonna talk about our weeks uh do you want to go first or do you want to keep the trend of allowing I mean, me I'll to go, go first, first because Aww. apparently i've no, no, been no. warned no, no, that no, no. don't give away my secrets she has a lot of beefs of the week so i'm gonna go first um because mine seems to be much shorter than yours that seems to be the trend lately which is which is weird because in real life you're the like no i'm definitely the storyteller never mind i don't know i don't know just lately that's all um how is, what did we do what is on my mind did you forget your week for the week i don't know i think i do have a weird amnesia for my week um it's like you get to friday and you're like thank god and you just forget everything and I all the stress of work and it's just like just... it's your mind protecting itself from total, it total destruction it just is like it's friday bitch don't worry be um, happy no the week was fine it was busy but i feel like i was helpful for people this week so that was nice talked to a lot of manic parents did you get screamed uh, at this week at a all? couple times but oh, not fun. like not like at a really high level just like a medium level you were you were sterned like at a, not screamed at yeah 
so that was all right. But I had I was helpful to a lot of people, so that was nice. So I had several people be like, "Oh, thank you. This phone call was really nice. I was gonna come in person and and bother you in person, but this phone call was all I needed." So I was like, "Oh, good. Who? I didn't want to talk to you in person." Um, Saturday we had a birthday party for someone. I haven't gone to an adult birthday party in years, so that was a really nice change. Uh, but literally right before we went, Lorelai fell and busted open her chin. And I don't understand why the face bleeds so much, but it does. Mm -hmm. And it was one of those moments where you're like, do we have to go to the emergency room? Yeah. I'm like, oh, maybe. Um, but Joey's brother, who's an emergency room nurse was here. So he looked at it and he was like, no, you should be fine. So we just band-aid her up, and my mom was a babysitter. And if it's not me that's here with her, my mom's, like, the next best thing. So she was okay with us leaving. Um, and I could tell that you were shaken up by that. I sent you a picture of uh, – Lorelai's really into LOL dolls. Oh, I sent you this yeah. picture of this, like, LOL doll kit. And I was like, how much would you kill me if I got this for her? And you're like, that's fine. I'd feel bad for a bunch of shit. I was like, did you not pay attention to this? It was the LOL doll glitter factory. Well, basically, you put your LOL doll inside this sphere, and you put glue on wherever you want, and then you just shake all this glitter all around it, and you just glitterify all your LOL dolls. I was like – Whitney's in a bad place if she's going to let me bring glitter into her house for her child. It's fine. <laughs> I will allow glitter. She was so like, it's like that you hear when a head hits something yeah. and you're like, oh, that's sound. one that's not, they're not bouncing back from. Right. And then, and she cried and it wasn't the like, oh, wow. It was the. Oh, my five-year-old cry. Yeah. was sobbing, coming at me with blood dripping down her face. And my in-laws were here, and my brother-in-law and his little boy were here. My house was full of people, and I had announced to everybody that our party was at 7 o'clock. And this happened at 6.45, so I really honestly in, internally was like, why the fuck are people still in my house, actually? Like, <laughs> y'all should have left my house by now because, frankly, we should have left my house. But I haven't yet because all of you people are still in my house. You know what I mean? Right. I was like, so I was already, in, like, annoyed. So I scooped her up and I put her on the counter and I'm checking her out and calming her down. So you can actually, and trying to clean up the blood because, you know. I'm trying to see like, where it's bad. What, actually, yeah, what the cut and, actually is. Staying calm and I looked around and I and I nicely but like firmly was like, hey, so you know what? (laughs) I I really you know, I'm gonna need I'm gonna need everyone to just kinda go. Like I'm just gonna need everyone to go. Mm -hmm. It's time for everyone to leave. And it was like there was like, okay, yeah, and then I'm turned back and I'm taking care of her. And several minutes have gone by and my brother-in-law, you know, he was like, well, do you want me to check and see if it needs stitches? And I was like, yes, that would be great. So I'm talking to him. He's being really helpful. Minutes go by and I turn around. Everyone is still in the kitchen as if You're putting that's on a helpful. Show? Yeah. And I was like, she doesn't need you to say goodbye. This isn't helpful for her, for people looking at her. No. Because all she's doing is looking at me going, mommy, do I need stitches? Because she knows what that is. Oh, okay. And and so then I was like, okay, I gotta need my house to clear out. Thank you. <laughs> so, <laughs> did, did they take like, me then? 
They did. And okay. I was like, well, the second time wasn't so nice, but I really don't feel bad because I asked nicely the first time. Yeah. And Joey had taken Everett up to go upstairs to go to bed. Like, mm-hmm. if we're not taking her to the hospital and if she's okay, like, we're leaving for a party. Like, either way, you don't need to say goodbye. You're, like, get at why – just go. Ah. <laughs> I don't know why – People and then like once my brother in law was like stitches, I think you're good. Then like he cleared out, and I was like, thank you, I appreciate that. He didn't want to be yelled at by Whitney, like you know. When I was like, I was like, I'm not trying to be mean, but like, and and like I appreciated it. He was like, he was helpful, and then he didn't linger, Mm -hmm. and. I was like, I felt kind of mean. I texted him later. I was like, thank you, so you know, thank you, but. Not everyone has, like, the knack for reading social cues, and apparently he's very good at it. Yeah, he was great. He was like, you want me to tell you if you need stitches? He, and I was like, yep. I like that he asked before, before too. Like, he didn't just butt in and take over. Like, he was letting you be the parent, and then, like, he offered yeah. his advice before just being, like, Because I would have, I was going to ask him anyway. Yeah. Um, I was going to be like, hey, can you look at this and tell me what you think? Um, and he offered, and I was like, yes, please. Um, but then like he gave his opinion and I asked him, what would you do if this was your kid? Would you take him or not? He was really great. And then like he literally, he, I like turned around and he was gone. And I was like, <laughs> okay. Uh, so that was a stressor of the week. We'll Fair say. enough. Fair yeah. Enough. But she's good. She, her poor little chin. I have a matching scar from the exact same thing Aww. happening. So now I keep telling daughter her. Scars. Yeah. Like we're scar twins. So that she loves that. Fun. I don't think mm-hmm. I've ever had stitches. I have not either. I don't think I have. Not that I remember. I'm sure if I thought hard enough, maybe I have under something. But yeah, no. I've never. Well, the only stitches I've had is when I've had babies. So. Oh, fair, fair. But that, I mean, that's it. That doesn't count. Uh, yeah, they like. I don't, yeah. I don't count that's that. not because you did something like fell off your bike and exactly. cracked your head open just a human <laughs> out and their head like tore so you know i don't How count that dare they that was a little rude you should have taken of it so when they're teenagers and they're just being complete assholes you show them a picture of your stitched up <laughs> vagina and you're just like see what you did to me you, you see what you did to me and now you're gonna act like this me to me <laughs> I got your mother switched up for you. They had to sew me from vagina to butthole. That would be a really weird, weird, like one whole area. Just you just it's a bigger hole now. Emotional abuse, like going to therapy later. (laughs) My mother used to tell me about her vaginal stitches from when (laughs) she had me. Like okay, well, <laughs> from the time I was little until I realized what it was, there was a framed picture of it hanging in my bedroom. Yes, just to rem- remind me of the pain I caused her from the You're moment gonna- I entered the world. Ooh, You're God, gonna call geez. child services on me when I have a kid, aren't you? <laughs> Possibly, or I'm just gonna write some weird like horror story. That's like Fair. Stephen King novel right there like i don't think stephen king not writes his own novels anymore anyway don't sue me but that's my opinion so anywho that was my week it was like productive a little scary parent moment 
my in-laws probably think I'm rude, which that ship has sailed many years ago. So what do <laughs> I care? Yeah. Um, yeah. Fair. Yeah. So I will say this. I feel like this week I have been in a better mood than I have been for probably over two months. Yeah. And so that has allowed me, <laughs> that has allowed me to like pay attention more into like the things that kind of suck in the world, like the bad things, because I don't have to like avoid to like, to I don't have to avoid world news to avoid being that much more like sad and depressed. Does that make sense? So because you're in a better mood, you've paid attention to the shitty things in the world? Exactly. Like I have, okay. I, I, okay. have I have like I have shitty things bandwidth that's okay. free. And so that's gotcha. why I have beefs the week. Not because I had a shit week, but because I had a good week and I have bandwidth for shitty things. Okay. I gotcha. Okay. okay. So the first one is uh so you know the the climate activist Greta, is it Thurnberg? Turnberg? I don't know. Oh, remember. I know what you're gonna say. Okay. Ugh. So I it starts with this this oil say. company in Canada. Mm-hmm. Canada. They're supposed to be the nice people, right? It's called Excite. Uh, XSITE Energy Services. So supposedly they uh, on this like uh, some work site they were distributing stickers of what looks like Greta, like it says Greta on her back. She's naked, well, her back and pigtails in a non-consensual sexual act. Like it looks like someone's getting her from behind. Like someone's holding onto her pigtails and it's her back. Uh, and it like it went into the news. Everything the company denies doing this. The company denies it. But someone spoke out anonymously um, because they didn't want to lose their job and said that these were like there's hundreds of them that were distributed uh, for pro- promotional pati- uh, material to be placed on hard hats for like morale and like funny ha ha has. But <laughs> the company denies it. And like the company that typically does like their um, their printing and marketing stuff, they denied doing it. That like they said they admitted that yeah we normally print stuff for them, but we did not print this and we would not print this if if they asked us to. But uh, yeah, I would like search this. It's it's gross because first of all, I she's saw it. A it's child, awful. and it's it's. I mean, it's just it's just not okay that someone thinks that this is funny like even if like the company didn't do it and it was like a rogue employee which i don't think so i don't think a rogue employee would spit like i know how much it is to get stickers printed no one person is going to print hundreds of stickers for shits and giggles like i'm sorry they're not you know yeah but i will say like i like i greta's response to it like i don't know if she was an instagram or a tweet i don't remember now but she like tweeted out with like you know the tagline to the article or whatever saying like like you know you're doing a good job when like adults are this scared of you or this is like the level that they'll stoop to or something like that like i like that she like used it to still be like yep i'm i'm pissing you off and it's good basically i don't know i liked it though and so that's my beef that's my super beef of the week because she's a child and it's just unnecessarily disgusting uh, and then the second one is Elizabeth Warren. I didn't find myself being like a super Elizabeth Warren like supporter. And I still don't know that I am or was. I just don't like how things played out this past week for her. 
Uh, yeah. I was, I was looking at different things, so I wrote all this down. The New York Times columnist, I forget his name, but he ran a story. But basically in the story, he criticized uh, Elizabeth Warren, calling her a know-it-all, and that's why she couldn't win, because she's a know-it-all. The Boston a columnist for the Boston Herald ran a story criticizing her, calling her, uh, uh, saying that she had a self-righteous and abrasive style. True or not, it doesn't matter. What I found interesting was uh, to that was that the same message, like what she was saying, that was supposedly a know-it-all and supposedly a self-righteous and had abrasive style. If those same things were coming from a man, we all know that he would have been labeled as being confident and would have been a great leader. And it pisses me off that it is still 2020. That it is 20. It is not still 2020. That it is 2020 and strong women are still bossy and abrasive. Like it just irks me still that that's the that's the differential there. Well, it's like how is a person running for president, running for like the like, leader of the free right. world, and if supposed she was like, to be? If she was this like soft, motherly, nurturing like, woman, then she would have been weak and not worthy of being president. Exactly. Like she it's can't just, do this job because she doesn't know things and she doesn't come off as knowing the answers. Like and I just and I shouldn't. I shouldn't they know shouldn't they be like up front and no answers to things i don't like bernie's pretty know-it-all right like but he is he's I mean, pretty he, abrasive but like he, doesn't he come off that way and i feel like and again i have been out of the loop because i don't give a fuck half the time because i have my day-to-day like survival is my number one sometimes right but bernie like mr sanders whatever you want to call him uh he is a know-it-all, but he also like he's just like a know and 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 not to the same degree, but he's a know-it-all in the same way that kind of Trump is, is in like like he knows what to do, he's smart and he has a plan, but doesn't really like share the plan for you know too much. Like he does a little bit, but not as much. Elizabeth Warren like laid out like she detailed had all her plans, yeah, detailed like, plans, and like that's I kinda not a know-it-all. That's prepared i would challenge someone to like reverse those in your head like let's put a woman like being loud saying she has a plan making all these promises but not exactly how they're gonna happen and then let's put a man and give him like super detailed ideas like he's really gonna give you his plan who are you gonna pick now because this, you then by what happened you should be picking the woman who's just a super know-it-all with a great ideas but no real plan right but that's not what yeah. would happen then either. And I just hate that we're still we're still at a time where like the fact of you're a woman holds you back even when you are arguably the better person for the job. And I and I guess I'm not I'm not surprised but I am surprised. Like I always I guess I always have that like false hope that like we're moving forward as a society. But then, like, when you really drill down, like, we're fucking not. Like, things yeah. are better. Yes, this isn't the, you know, the 1940s, 100%. Like, like you know, sexual harassment, you know, in the 1950s was, like, commonplace. Even in the, you know what I mean? Like, we've moved far. We've moved far forward. But we are nowhere near being where we need to be yet. And I hate that people still argue that, like, though there's no need for feminism. There's no need for this. Like, feminine just means you hate men that... It, no, like I think this is an example, and you can argue it all day. You could. Um, then the next thing, we're still we are still on Elizabeth Warren beef, but this is just another side of my beef for this. Is after everything happened, after she withdrew from the race, we have these, and I call them Bernie Bros. I'm sorry, I know you do too, 
but it's just the like rhetoric of shut up like to elizabeth warren supporters like shut up you lost like it's your fault like you lost get over it suck it up and it's like don't you remember four years ago when it was oh Bernie God. or bust and like yeah they're because like, no, your candidate didn't I'm not gonna get vote for Hillary. Gonna vote. and I just like I hate it and it's I love this someone summed up in a tweet and I loved it I saw so I'm gonna share their tweet I'm stealing their 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 thought but it's a great thought and it says stop telling Warren supporters to shut up and support Sanders or Biden of course we will do that we are strong capable women and we're fucking used to supporting whichever less qualified white man seems to hate us least but we're still gonna be mad as hell first and I was just like yes it's true like yeah. I don't I don't foresee myself saying I mean I know I don't even it's not even like I can 100% say I'm not gonna say fuck it if I don't get what I want I'm gonna go like vote third party or whatever because I no, know no. what happens because of that like I will still I will still vote Democrat and it's because it's more for it's more than just picking a president someone else summed it up you're not voting for the president like honestly big picture how much like the next president means more than the fact that they're a president then our next president is uh we're voting who for who's going to replace ruth bader ginsburg we're voting for the next secretary of education education's falling apart under the current administration we're voting for federal judges we're voting to save national parks we're voting to let little kids out of cages we're voting for clean air and clean water. We're voting for scientists to be allowed to speak about climate change. And we're voting for a president. We're voting for what a president says on Twitter. We're voting for housing rights. And we're voting for LGBTQIA people to be treated with dignity. And we're voting for non-Christians to be able to adopt and feel like full citizens. It goes on, but it's just like, it's more than just voting for a president. And in big picture, who is president? doesn't matter it just has to change from what it is now oh yeah like, i don't care if it's biden i don't care if it's sanders i don't care if it's fucking scooby-doo as long as it's not as long as it's different yeah and not that i'm like i, I get his beef of the week but it's just frustrating but i'm still okay like it's i don't care who's president like as long as it's changed does that make sense Oh, I just yeah. felt like the hypocrisy of Bernie bros. And that almost makes me, honestly, like, uh, Bernie's supporters make me, like, root for Biden more. And that's kind of sad. But it's just, yeah, I, don't like I mean, the supporters I, I, of it. Yeah, I mean, I get it, though, because they are, I worry, I was just talking about this. Super with, hypocritical. With a, a colleague at work of, like, I, I was telling him this of, like, I worry if Biden gets it, if the Bernie supporters are going to pull their shenanigans like they did in 2016, because mm -hmm. my, how quickly we forget. Yeah. And then they're going to take their toys and they're going to go home. Right. And they're going to do it all over again. And we'll have four more years mm -hmm. of the orange face turd. And, and, and look what will happen because, well, we didn't get our guy again. So nah. you guys grow the fuck up. Mm-hmm. I will vote for whoever the candidate is. Like, you will do your best to get the candidate you up, but when it comes down to it, even if it's not your exact person, it's still right. a better option. And, and honestly, like, big picture, Elizabeth Warren dropping out of the uh, race for the Democratic seat. Big picture, it's probably not a big deal. Uh, I think that she could affect more change, like, canvassing and then helping people to flip the senate and then she would be senate majority leader like i think that has more potential for her to make change in our country 
anyway. And I think that's okay. It's just still frustrating the hypocrisy of the other side. Oh, yeah. Like, yeah. shut up. You lost. Deal with it. Blah. It's like, bitch, you were, you were flipping cars and bitching and voting yeah. for Scooby-Doo because you lost last time. But now you're going to, like, fold on principles. Like, it doesn't matter who wins or loses. Like, we got to vote blue. Bitch, it would where be- were you? It we would wouldn't be, nice. be in this situation if you wouldn't have, you know, exactly. picked up your nuts and did it two, four years ago. It would be nice if Sanders would come out and really, like, say some, you know, talk to his supporters and, and address that, though. Right? Like, yeah. that would probably go a long way. And I think he, he, it's really his responsibility. Yeah, you're not responsible for other people's actions, but you coming out and saying, hey, guys. Um, my supporters are great. I love my supporters, but you need to calm the fuck down. Mm-hmm. We will push forward. Let's do what we can to get the nomination. But if I don't, and I think he did just re- put something out of like Sanders will, will support the nominee even if it's not him or something. Yeah. I think I saw. But he him didn't like, do that for you. But ago. he I didn't. Think he, I think he liked watching the shit burn. And I think he needs to be really vocal the farther we go in of if it's not me you have a duty to vote for who it is Mm -hmm. like he needs to be really vocal and mobilize the people that he does have to make sure that it doesn't turn into a 2016 and that is his responsibility and i think he kind of i don't know if he owns that and, and that is kind and, of disappointing for him to be like, yeah, I, I think he needs to own that. I really I do. Of like one way or the other. Fine. You do everything you can to get the nomination, but your supporters can be a little, little fucking insane. And, and Which really I die find hard. kind of like as probably like a predominantly, I, I don't vote down party lines, but this obviously I will. Um, as you know a a democrat i find kind of their rhetoric to be embarrassing i'm like you like the hardcore of it it's like this is why we push people away you know this is why you know people think feminism is this like a man-hating like the you know matriarchal society because you just push it too far you know what i mean i'm not saying you can't push it too far but you know what i mean i also think that both uh biden and sanders owe elizabeth warren a huge debt of gratitude for like finishing off mike bloomberg as well <laughs> yeah like and i just that woman has bigger balls than anyone i'm sorry yeah she was great yeah and i just i don't know she's empowering and I feel oh, like yeah. I feel like Sanders and Biden are dividers, and I think she's an empowerer. But I think I think that's true about a lot of women, and I think it gets um, well. Th- I think this is what it comes down to a lot. I think a lot of men, especially white men, white old men, because both of these dudes are archaic. They come from no matter what they've done and i know that both of them will be like i fought for civil rights and i did and that's great and i'm not saying you haven't you have you you know historically you're not owed something because you did that but you're yeah and and when it comes down to it yeah okay so bernie's jewish he he has a little different perspective than biden does Uh when it comes down to it you still both of you have 
your perspective is different and the way that you have been approached in life is different and the way that you've been provided things is different and your opportunities are different your your expectations of the way you will receive things is different and the way that you approach problems and things is just different and i think it just like outwardly recognizing that would be a huge and win. when you enter a room and when you enter space and when you are somewhere whether you enter that that space or not as a person of power and authority you are and when a woman enters a room if there is like a man or something there you know what i mean like mm-hmm. you don't enter that room as a, a person of power it's just an unconscious bias Mm-hmm. kind of thing even if you are and so i think you come to these huge things in a different like an election and in a, a campaign just in a different mindset of mm-hmm. i'm here to not necessarily stir shit up i'm here to approach and ask for things because i have so i'm asking for your vote and i'm asking for you to listen and i'm asking for you to give me permission to come in and do this Whereas men approach it of listen to me and do to do and come. It's I, I think it's just and obviously not everybody you have to say, oh, not every, but I think it's just a, a built in different approach. And I think you'll find that with campaigns of people who are marginalized or of minority compared to campaigns that are for people that are not. And if I and that could be total bullshit because I've never done any research on it but i think it's just a different mindset no i agree i agree i had an issue i had an issue last night with a man at volleyball practice uh our volleyball practice was finishing up and he was pulling his basketball team onto our court and there were basketballs flying everywhere and i don't know if you've ever been hit in the head with a basketball it fucking hurts but basketballs are fucking hard and like they weren't paying any attention and i just like called the dude out i was like can we please like clear our court and put stuff away because volleyball volleyball's not volleyball's don't hurt like basketball right but it's also like practice isn't done you like roll your basketballs in a corner and you go home like volleyball has a shit ton of equipment exactly we have the poles which weigh a ton the net the antennas the pads the ball carts, the 30 balls, the the targets, the blocker uh, yeah. platforms, the box. Like, there's just so much stuff. And he got shitty with me, and I got shitty right back to him. Good. And I could tell that he did not expect that. And Allison, <sighs> either coach, was like, she was somewhere else. And, like, she had told, like, the owner of the facility. And I was just like, I was like, and I was talking to her later. I was like, that man's never been told no before, and he didn't yeah. know how to handle it. Because he just looked at me. His assistant coach was kind of shocked by me, too. And I was just like, first of all, this guy was coaching, like, I don't know what these boys were, eight to ten year olds. I really don't know how to age kids, but I was just like, and you're gonna like you're. And I was so mad. I'm like, you're a role, you're model, a role for model for these young men, and you how just about spoke you? to. He just spoke to an adult woman that way in front of these young men, and I was pissed. And he spoke to me in front of my girls. Like I, all my girls were back because we were putting stuff away, and two of the girls were there, and they like eyes got big. And we got when we moved off the court, they were like. He was looking at you like you were speaking another language. And, like, my <laughs> girls recognized it. Like, my yeah. like, 15-year-old girls recognized that. I And they, I think they were like, shit. Like, Coach was kind of a badass. <laughs> I, I, you're I wasn't right. quiet. I wasn't like, I know, I'm sorry. We're trying to hurry up. I was like, look. <laughs> I'm cleaning my stuff up. I was like, Ooh. and I said, I was like, I was, I mean, I wasn't rude. I was like, look. I was like, You've already had two balls almost hit my girls in the head. I have one girl who cannot get another concussion. I said, our practice ends at eight. 
All right. It does not mean we are off the court at eight. You see all this equipment. It doesn't just magically disappear. Well, good for you. I was just pissed. Yeah. You definitely know when you've like talked to a man who's not been told no. I run into that all the time yes. at my job. Like they'll call like a dad or a professor yeah. and they will like get sassy with me. And I just like, uh, nope. Right. And, and you I guess, can just hear it. They're and like, I know uh, I'm probably like more – like I have a girl who had a concussion school season. So like if she gets another concussion, like she's out for for a while because that's two close concussions. And it's just like that can't happen. First of all, it shouldn't have happened because of a basketball. There's no reason. You know what I mean? Yeah. I was, just, I was pissed. I was just mad. Yeah. All right. Well, we have talked a long time. so Sorry. We can move on. Let's jump into Love is Blind. Is it though? Is it really? I don't know. <laughs> okay. Well, if you guys haven't checked out Love is Blind, it's on Netflix. Um, the thing I'll say is Netflix does reality TV like it's their job, which technically it is. <laughs> Damn. They are pumping out the reality TV. Yo. Oh my God. And I but I feel like it's different than network. I can't really like. Oh, it's place. very different. And it's One, a good different. It's a very good different. One, there's no commercial breaks, which True. doesn't break up the the flow of a show. Yeah. So you don't have to have these stupid edits. Um, I just I think it's a huge thing. So like I was an early watcher of The Bachelor and Bachelorette when it first came out. I watched the first probably like was. four or five seasons, but that was like a hundred years ago. And, it's pop culture uh, for me. It is. <laughs> And that was a gazillion years ago. I haven't watched it since. And I think I tried to watch the newest season of The Bachelorette because the my student workers were talking about it. And I was like, oh, I'll try. And I could not watch it. I couldn't watch it. It was garbage. I um, think all the women on those – I don't really – the men are – They're all the same. But all they're the all women the same. Are, oh, they're just so – Well, all the men on The Bachelorette are also the same. And they're horrible. Horrible. Um, and I couldn't do it. So I was like, oh, I like this show. It's so different. So you guys, if like, you I would have watched it. it without your recommendation. I would have never. Oh, yeah. To me, it was just like, oh, this is Netflix's Bachelorette. Exactly. Would you well, accept this, thought. Rose? So there are, I'm trying to think. There's like seven men and seven women. And they go to these that, like. I thought it was a lot more than that for some reason. No, it's like okay. seven. Um, They go to these, I'll call them like house just for a lack of a better word and what they agree to do is date but without seeing anybody so they go into these what they call pods which are like these soundproof um like really nice swanky rooms and they're joined to each other there's this clear frosted well not clear frosted like window screen thing so you can hear each other but you can't see each other and there's couch and stuff. And they hang out and they have these dates where they'll talk to each other, but they can't see each other. And they so we about anything, any, yeah, you just hang out. So you go into these rooms, you date. They initially kind of like have a first date with everybody, the seven women, seven men. And then as it goes on, they can kind of decide who they want to spend more time with and who they don't really want to date. So we also, we also learn they're there for a very short amount of time. Yeah. They're only in the pod stage for like... 10 days? 10 days, yeah. Week and a half. Or ma- I guess a maximum of 10 days. Some people leave early because... 
Because they, yeah, they, they fall they, in love. They fall so in. they'll date in these pods. If they make a connection with a person and they decide, I love this person, I want to propose, we'll get engaged, then they can see each other. So they'll fall in love. The question is, is love blind? Can you find true love without ever seeing the person? If you take all the physical stuff out, just do the emotional stuff. So if they get engaged, then they can see each other. And then it's like a six-week experiment. So they spend 10 days. We fall in love. Then they'll have this little honeymoon time, another like week and a half or week or so in Mexico to kind of like, oh, we have this like pre-honeymoon. We're going on a vacation. Then they're going to go back to Atlanta where this was filmed. They're going to move into an apartment together and just live their lives because everybody lives in Atlanta. So they'll go back to work, live their lives, meet family, meet friends. And then at the end of a, I think it was what, like 38 days or whatever this whole time, at the end they of it, they go get married. They go get married. This whole thing blew my mind. When I was reading this, I was like, I have had, like, I've returned underwear and, like, last, you know what I mean? And I'm like, no, this, yeah. uh, no, it's not good. It's not good. Yeah. I got to take it back. Like, it's barely longer than, like, Amazon Prime returnability. Exactly. Exactly. It's like a week longer than Prime Wardrobe. And it's not and it's not just it is not just all oh, meet the pod, go on this vacation and then live our lives together. But like that living your life together, they're also planning a wedding. Yeah. Cuz it's not like okay, like, Netflix plans that you just show up. No. Or they literally plan every detail. Netflix says, "Here's your budget. Now plan a wedding." Mm-hmm. We have the venue, other than that, you do it. So when I texted Melissa, I was like, if you watch the show, it's fucking bonkers. <laughs> I'm like four episodes in and I can't stop. Please help me. Um, but it was so addictive. It was so good. These are my general thoughts. And we'll talk a little bit more specifically about the contestants. I liked the show because of a couple of reasons. One, it's not like The Bachelor and stuff like that where stuff is like really surface and really drama and everyone's like, yeah, I'm drunk and blah. I liked it because – it because it's such sort of a short time and all these couples do i learned after when i did research they said sometimes they would be in these pods for like 16 hours a day like yeah all they were doing is talking uh, i feel like like some of them specific or most of them really like get men get and women into get, it like deep into emotions like like but there's people crying telling stories and talking about things like it's it seems very real i'm not convinced it's 100 percent real but it seems very real i mean it's yeah reality tv but the reason i kind of liked it and found it interesting was kind of for that reason right like so there's a point where they're uh, one of the couples is and we'll kind of talk some more they exactly they get into like real stuff so there are conversations that some of these couples are having about finances mm-hmm. about there's um an interracial couple so about you know things related to race and how they'll what their babies deal will with look that like and how well society will portray them and stuff like yeah that. and like how like what are your feelings on this okay we fell in love not knowing about this and like what are your feelings and how are your feelings going to be and da, da, da. so they dive into like deep stuff there's another couple where there's a 10 year age difference mm-hmm. um and and things like that there's so a, a couple where the the male partner is bisexual yeah and so they dive into stuff really fast and um 
and like are kind of forced to just be like, oh, there's another couple where um, like one of the partners is like, I haven't worked in a long time and I have a lot of student debt and just stuff like that. We were like, damn, man, some couples don't talk about this for like a long time. I know. So. But I, I think I don't I know. Like I think that's a good thing. Oh, I like, loved it. I think it's not, really good. Like, but not you know. I don't know. Like, that's like the idea of like putting all that out there when you're like 23. I don't think it's necessary. But like people like our age who maybe are divorced or like thinking about like second relation, like like don't waste my time. I won't waste your time. Like, here's the cards on the table. This is what my life is and what I expect. I don't know. I think that's okay. Oh, I think it's great. I think I somebody it. would be like, oh, too much, too fast, too much, too fast. And I, I guess I would maybe argue that, well, then maybe you aren't maybe as uh, intelligent emotionally as I am or in a place that I need someone to be. Oh, yeah. yeah. I was I here for it. I yeah. loved it. Okay. So in the house, um, as they're dating in the pods, people start kind of coupling up and they have connections sort of right away. So uh, we have... Kelly and Kenny, two Ks. It's unfortunate, mm-hmm. but it happens. <laughs> they couple up. There's a connection right away. We have uh, Carlton and Diamond, mm-hmm. Cameron and Lauren. Yes. Um, we have Damon and Gigi. I can't pronounce her other I just name. Call, I just say Damien and G. How to say yeah. it? Yeah. It's like Gigiana, Gigiani. Gigiana. It's like Gianniania. I don't remember. Yeah. Um, and her, then like, middle name is Milady. Yeah, I was like, what? Is which, I, which, which I realized when they met parents that that was her mom's first name. Ah, okay. I did yeah. not pick up on that. Yeah. And then, so those are like the the couples that like for sure they click right away. Mm-hmm. And there's really no like vacillating. But then, but then, okay, there's this dude Barnett. First of all, that's his last name. Okay. And that's Red what flag. he goes by. And also, now. like, this is a 30-something-year-old man. First no, of all, he's he, 27. Whatever. He's old enough to know better. He's old enough to get a haircut. He's got, like, a lot of, like, hair. He has, like, thick hair, and it's just, like, out of control. Like, like... Uh, he looks like a frat dude. Frat boy he looks like a frat hair. Boy. And just, like, he acts like a frat boy. Like, he doesn't take a lot of things seriously. He's just, like... He makes innuendos about everything. Like the first date round, he makes all these innuendos, which I'm like, that's an interesting choice for first date round. But it works because he's got three ladies who are all like, ooh, that Barnett. So Amber, I don't get it it either, man. Amber, Jessica, and Elsie are all like, ooh, that Barnett. Mm, Yeah. Don't get it. Still don't get it. But it worked for him. So. All the ladies who watched it and Doug Barnett, you're going to have to, like, write into us and tell me Explain why. Explain it. Because, because I honestly I'm sorry. don't get it. Cameron is Cameron. where it's at. Followed Cameron. by Damien and Kenny. Damien. No. Mark was – I Cameron for sure. Mark is Mark. not my type. And Kenny. I know. But not at all. Same. Not at all. So, you meanwhile – You didn't like Damien? Damien had a weird – caveman face i didn't but he was yeah nice. but he had red hair it was hot oh see i couldn't tell whatever um <laughs> yeah he had a caveman face i didn't dig it, it uh nice. but meanwhile face. poor mark was head over in heels for love jessica. with jessica but jessica right was in right love away. with frat bro bro yeah so we had a little like love square lateral for a little bit <laughs> yeah it was very weird um so that's what's going on in the pods so 
boom, like day five engagements start happening, which blew my day okay. four. Day four. Day four. That's right. Yeah, Cameron the first... proposed to Lauren. Oh my gosh. I that Cameron... was so cringeworthy for me. I could not believe no, in day four. I didn't so and I'm the cringe police. I know. And I oh thought it was I was so I was maybe it's because I was in love with Cameron. I mean, but... I love Cameron and Lauren. I think they are classy AF, but And he was so sweet and he's just like just the words that he used, like he just used good words. He's very intelligent. He's very, he's a scientist, first of all. I know. And I was just like, and he's like four days of, in. And I guess it's because he's like kind of like nerdy and dorky that like, to me, it wasn't cringy because that's who he is. I just, and it was just so sweet and precious. And I just. Oh, I was, was just like, horrible. this is four days. And he was so. Oh. He was, and I think that's what was kind of hot was that he was so sure. Like he was so passionate. Like, I don't mean passionate, like, uh, like weird sexual, like, but like emotionally passionate at four days. Like this man was so sure. And for the whole time he was so sure. Like Lauren, like wavered. He was, he was, he was so, so sure. sure. And he was time. so patient and calm. He didn't like ride these roller like he would share his emotions but he was just like a steadfast like man like this kid like he's not a boy at all he is Mm-mm. a man they were my favorite couple they were my they favorite were so couple. they didn't fight even when they were talking through and she was having like concerns yeah they they talked, talked like, adults. like adults of she you know she would like share her concerns of like I'm scared of giving up my independence and of what this means. And he just listened and was like, I hear that. I'm mm-hmm. here. I don't want you to do anything you don't want to do. Like, just no matter know. what, I love you. Exactly. And, like, just know that, that this is what this means for me. And I just was like, oh, my God, this is, like, the greatest turn on ever. Like, it I was know. the most adult communication. They never once had drama. They never once read their voice. And I was just like, this, I am so glad they're showing this. Because some people would be like, this is boring TV, you guys. I know. And, and like, I was so a, like, happy. I guess, like, her dad was very much, like, against her, like, being with a white man because, like, to be a strong black woman and like he never like when he's like gonna meet her dad he's never like oh i'm nervous oh my gosh what's he gonna do like he like goes into that like a man like he has a conversation he sits down with her dad and he's honest with her and like honest with him and it's just like he's not like you know what though i read i read something and and lauren talked about that she said she didn't like the way they cut that because she said her dad wasn't worried about her dating or marrying a white man mm-hmm. because she, she said it wasn't a race thing. She was, he was just worried in general of like, you've known this man how long? So yeah. Yeah. She said she didn't really feel like that was edited as well as, well as it should have been. been. Yeah. Like my dad doesn't have an issue with the race thing. It's just, uh, do you know this person? And, yeah. and will this be taken care well, of? Even outside you know? of that, it was just the fact of like, in like, I don't know in movies and shows like oh you got to meet the parents and like it's just like big deal and but like Cameron didn't like struggle with it like uh-uh. whatever he has to say however long you want to talk to me what do you want to know I'll tell you anything yeah like I liked that you know what I mean oh and, I know like, it was great like she left them alone and he was like okay okay like, he was fine like th- like that, that as like your future husband like this is fine like i can handle anything because i'm going to take care of you and so this is no big deal you know 
Yeah. I don't know. It was, no, it was like great. Like, if you can't handle were... a conversation with a parent, like them or dislike them, if you can't handle a conversation with a parent, like, you're going to have you bigger issues. Yeah, like, you're, they, like, I don't know, like, someone, for me, someone who's, like, really, like, no one likes confrontation, but someone who avoids it, like, so how are you going to, like, advance in your career and get better? Because you're going to have to, like, manage people and handle things. Like, if you can't talk to a parent, how are you going to manage employees or manage a you know, a science project or whatever, you know, I think it says a lot about a person who like can handle something like that, you know? Yeah. They just were like such a wonderful couple to watch. And I was like, Oh, I hope people are, I hope younger people are watching this. Cause I think, cause then the opposite of that, right. I think the opposite of people, especially when you're in your twenties. Mm-hmm. Okay. You think relationships look like Damien and Gigi's. Which was so dramatic and so. full of ups and downs and fights. She's the youngest. I think she's only tw- she was only twenty four when they filmed this mm-hmm. or twenty five. So her and Mark were the youngest ones. But I found her to be her behavior in relation in this relationship to be so and him too but her especially to be like so volatile, so immature. The way I see a lot of like young women act when it's like. I need you to prove that you care, but also I need to make drama here. So, because that's what I think, that's what so many people think relationships are. So, I read Gigi a little bit differently. Okay. So, I read her because I related to her a lot. And I know, I know it's going to surprise you uh, because she is batshit crazy. But I mean, she reminded me so much of myself when I was that age. And I, yes, like she was, I wasn't full of the drama like that. Right. But she could switch like her moods, her, um, her anger would switch on so quick and off so quickly. And like, I recognize that. And I would love to like do it like, uh, for like, to talk with her i would love to sit down and talk with her and talk to her about her childhood i bet you that that girl has been somewhere along the line when she was a when she was younger she has been emotionally abused and she yeah. does not know how to uh realize her, her frustrations and how to yeah. talk things through because she goes batshit crazy up to 10 and right back down to one in the same 10 minutes and we'll go right back up again she doesn't know how to control her emotions she doesn't know how to express her emotions um and i relate to that so much when i was that age and i bet you she has some type of emotional abuse in her background from somebody someone yeah. important to her um i think Damien is great for her. Uh, spoiler alert, they don't end up getting married, but they are currently, as of whenever they filmed that reunion recently, still dating. And I bet, I and she seems like a different person. She seems like she's growing emotionally. She was, oh, that reunion was so good. I was so happy for them to be together. And I'm like, so glad that he had like the wherewithal to say no, but like yes. they have, they have to figure things out. And like, she has to work on her communication skills and like the girl probably, they probably need like therapy. Not, therapy, therapy is not like, bad. Couple, therapy no, doesn't mean you're great. broken or that something's wrong with you, but you that, help like, she probably needs help on, uh, learning stuff that she should have learned as a kid on how to like regulate her emotions, how to control her emotions because she doesn't have those skills or she didn't. And she seems like a different person and she seems 
a lot better. She also yeah, got rid of her the... gross ass extensions, and she looks so much oh, cuter she... with her short little like curl hair. Her ratchet extensions, man, they were <laughs> they were rough. bad, man. Uh, yeah, on the reunion. I was so surprised. So when they did the wedding, everybody had weddings on the same day. They didn't get married together. Yeah, they it was all had like their a group weddings. Wedding. Yeah, but they've been hilarious. Although I, I was worried that. it was going to be like a group wedding. Me I was like, that's going to be gross. Me too. Because I would, um, I'll marry someone I just meet, maybe potentially, but I don't want to share my my special like moment. Like we can have a no. we can have a group reception, but I want my own like ceremony with my own yeah. husband. Does that make sense? We can have a party together because that's what half the fucking fun is about. It's like great exactly. ass party. <laughs> Um, but so theirs was the first one of the day and she, and it had been like up and down They're they're like three and a half or four weeks together that they lived together was so up and down. And she like, and this is not and like, she, she lashed out like, purposefully to hurt him with words. And yeah. like some of those things that she said, like, that's, I know, I don't, I, I, I know it makes me sound like a bad person, but like when she would be so hurtful with her words. Like, those are sometimes what really reminded, like, of myself. And I just remember, like, I remember, like, things I would say to Michael when I was that age. And I'm just like, like, thank God I had my own, like, Damien. I guess I probably had more of a Cameron than a Damien. But still, like, I had someone who was, like, patient with me and also would be like, you're being a fucking bitch. What is wrong with you? Like, let's talk. Like, when you're ready, when you're calm, I will talk to you. Yeah. But, like, some men wouldn't be like that. They'd be like, oh, my girlfriend's a fucking crazy bitch. (laughs) Yeah. But she, yeah, I... She was so up and down and, and, you know, I lost my butterflies. I went back to And so he was just like, I don't know what's going on. I thought that she was going to be the one to be like, no, I can't get married. So when she just said, I drama do, yeah. yeah. And I was like, oh, okay. They're and then when he said, I can't marry you, I was like, what? It, that one genuinely I think I, think I texted you. Me. Like, I asked you where you were, so I wasn't giving anything away. When I knew where you were, I was like, I audibly, like, gasped. I was like, yeah. <gasps> like, I was sitting in my basement couch watching it and just like, <gasps> and I just realized, like, I'm by myself gasping at the TV like a crazy person. <laughs> I genuinely was surprised. But I was really proud of him, though, to be like, I don't know where you're going to be in a week from now. If you still am or not, I need to know. Yeah. That this is an actual thing. And like he said, like, I'm breaking both of our hearts. Like he was in love with her. He, he didn't want yeah. to say no, but he said no for their both. Like he for was both the adult. Yeah. And um, maybe that pushed her to get whatever help or counseling she needs. And maybe, that, I mean, I think he did the best thing he could have done. But and he it was still together and supporting her. Yeah. They li- and they, now I think they live them. together now and. Or no, they still have their own No, places. they have their own separate yeah. places. But to see them, like, dating and stuff, it was so sweet. And to see them talk to each other, they both got really teary about, like, apo- yeah. and they apologized to each other for, like, you know, yeah. for her for doing what she did and him for having to say no on that day. And when they but showed, like, the recap so of him sweet. saying no and, like, the fight when they're, like, in Oh, he, in like, looked away. He couldn't he watch was, it. Like, he was crying. Like, he tears was. in his eyes crying. And it I was just, like, bless his little, little, beautiful, delicious heart. It was very sweet. So they came a long way. It was very sweet and touching. Um, then we had what's in the other couple we're gonna talk about? Oh man, Carlton and Diamond. Okay, so Carlton this is the, and Diamond. Uh, Carlton is the he's bisexual, sexually fluid. I forget what all he used a couple different terms, but he did use a bisexual. Bisexual is I think how he. Which I didn't realize until the reunion that people were like really hateful <gasps> about him being bi, but then also at Diamond like calling her like a biphobe and stuff like this. Yeah, like Carlton just... was not innocent in this like blow up. No, I think. 
I felt bad. I felt very bad for both of them. So they got yeah. engaged in the pods. They went to Mexico. And it was really sweet. It was very sweet. And but so Carlton before they got engaged didn't share with Diamond that he was bisexual. And he'd had he shared male this, partners in the past and stuff like that. Yeah. He shared this with her when they got to Mexico. Now, I was watching this, and in my mind, I was thinking of, like, well, what would I do if my partner shared this with me, like, after? And I was like, I wouldn't care. I don't mean that in a cavalier way of, like, I don't care. I was just like, because I don't care who Joe, who Joey's past partners were. Right. And I wouldn't. Like, it doesn't matter to me if it had been a man or a woman. You know what I mean? And so, and I was like, no, it really, it really wouldn't. If he had told me, been like, well, I had been attracted to a man before. I'd had partnered with a man. I would have, I legitimately, so, I so said, legitimately like, don't care. You feel like since it doesn't matter, like since it wouldn't have mattered to you, would it have mattered when he told you? No. Okay. Because that's how I feel. Because I feel like she had it. She came across as like, I wouldn't have cared if you would have told me. So I kind of yeah, feel like. Then I'm like, so then why do you care? Right. Because I'd be like, because you're telling cause him. you're not mad if he's like, hey. I think she was Because you. I think she was. Because I'm like. Say that because you guys haven't talked about like, hey, how many female yeah. partners have you had before? Right. So if you don't care, if you're like, I'm not bothered that you're bisexual, then why do you care yeah. that he didn't tell you? Yeah. Because her thing was like, well, you weren't honest with me. It's like, because you were in the pod for like maximum 10 days. There's no way he could told you fucking everything. Yeah. And I just am like. Yeah, I mean, I generally thought of it, and I was like, no, I really, if Joey had been like, hey, I never told you this, because I didn't know how you'd take it. Like, even if you came home tonight, mm-hmm. one of the people I was I was with was a, was a man. I, okay. Like, I generally, okay. Like, that does not, okay. But you love me, right? Mm-hmm. You're not telling me you cheated on me, right? That's different. And <laughs> I don't care who you me, right? <laughs> yeah, right? Like, and I don't care who you cheat me on with. Cheating is a problem whether it's with anybody. Like, I don't care. Um, whether they got a wiener, a vagina, or something in between. Yeah, but okay. your partners, your partners before me, I don't. Well, like, I want to know, probably. I don't, I, you, I don't. You it, don't care. Yeah. Like. Well, you're attracted- you can't hold someone responsible for their actions with their, you know, with their partners. Like, you didn't exist in their world, so you can't hold exactly. someone responsible for what they did before you. But like, if they're telling you that I'm in love with you, you're who I love, then what do you care yeah. if a partner before was a? I don't know. I just, so yeah, I'm like, no. Yeah. I think you do care that he's bisexual. I think she did too. But yeah. I think she knew that like you're not allowed to be up like. Not a lot allowed, but like that. It that is she would look bad. Yeah, if she was like what? Yeah, yeah. But I also think kind of like the same round of like Jessica being hung up on the age difference. I feel like she was hung up on like, well, what will people think? You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, I don't know. Yeah, so they I feel like I feel like I feel like the like what will people think ideology oh my God. fades when you get older. Like, and the fact that Jessica at thirty four, Jessica's our age, man, worried about what people think. 
I don't give a fuck what people think about what I, I, I went to get a massage today and I had my like slippers on and then I meant to come home right afterwards and Linda had me running around. I was like all over <laughs> central Ohio with my slippers on. Oh my I don't God, give I a fuck. It. Jessica, look, I think, cause Jessica's our age. Yeah. She's your I, age. I'm 35. Oh, that's right. Well, so, 30, I mean, she's older than 35 us. real soon. Cause they filmed oh, she, she was 34 in 2018. Now, yeah. Yeah. She might even be 36 um, now. Jessica just wanted to be married so bad. Did she? Though? Is the way that I kept reading it. Like, she just. I. But, I mean, not bad enough to marry Mark. Yeah. But the way. I mean, and of course, it's all in the editing. But. Right. I think she just. I think she just wanted to be loved, really. Like, I just want someone to love me, and I and just okay. want to find love. Of course it thing. is. I'm not judging. It's not bad. Yeah. But I think in the end, Mark loved her. He so did. I think what she thought she wanted, I want Barnett. someone to love me. I want someone to love me. I want someone to love me. Because um, she talked about having abandonment issues. Yeah. Um, her dad. She realized. Like, her dad left her mom, and her dad wanted her mom to get an abortion. And Yeah. And knowing Mark that, did so much to try, like, try to make her happy. Like he did. He did. I mean, I was impressed by him. Like for like for being twenty four year old, like, you were like he was more mature than her. Oh, very much so. He was, which always cracked me up because she'd get hung up about the age thing and talk about how he's only twenty four. He's only twenty four, but he was behaving so he was so emotionally mature you know he would do things and then you'd look at barnett who was acting so immature Mm -hmm. especially when they were in the pods and he was like going back and forth between all three and you were like jessica shut about the age thing because mark is being a very mature human telling you exactly how he's feeling and telling you where he stands exactly being we had the conversation with him about being 34 and like wanting to have kids and she's 34 so she's like that's got to be a soon thing and he's like i've i've done my wild and crazy time like i wouldn't be here if i wasn't ready to settle down and i know that settling down part of settling down is having kids and starting a family and that's what i want and then and like being really open and honest about his feelings and stuff and then she'd go talk to barnett who'd be like i don't know what my i don't know what my hurts i don't know and and he was 27 and she'd be like, oh, I'm really into, don't, t- don't tell me it's this age thing with you, right? Like no. you're using that as an excuse because that, t- that dude who's older is acting like an immature asshole and you're mm-hmm. all about it, all about it. So and I don't understand it because she didn't see how they look. And Matt, first of all, Matt's not an unattractive man. He's just not my type. Mm-hmm. Barnett's definitely not my type. Ugh, no. But I just don't get like, wh- like when she couldn't see who they were. I don't see why she was so hung up on Barnett over Matt when Matt was like being such a like a genuine human being. Yeah. I don't understand. I don't understand it either. Like everything she's like, oh my God, he's from Chicago. He her biggest things, right? That he wants to raise kids in the church. I cannot see yeah. Matt. Matt never I mean they edited Matt is Barnett, I know. by the way, yeah. Yeah, I'm sorry, Barnett. You know, he never once talked about wanting to raise kids in a church and stuff like that. Mark was like, yes, it's so important to me and my family. Yeah. You know, Chicago. Oh, my God. He's he's Italian. Like, she's Italian. They had, like, this bonding over, like, Italian beef and, like, their mother. I don't – it's just – I don't know. You just had so much in common and stuff. I just did not – I just did not 
understand. Well, he's Hispanic. Uh, or oh, is he? Oh, yeah, you're um, right. You're right. Yeah. But yeah, it just it was just like, no, you're you're speaking out of one side of your, like both sides of your mouth. Like you're looking for excuses to not be with Mark, even though everything you're saying you want is there and everything that Barnett is is like the total opposite of that. So yeah, I don't understand. I don't understand. That, I at that, first like when they're first like introducing people, I was like, I really like her. Like I, I like her like initial like interview to the camera. I kind of liked her, but then like right away I was like, the and when she would talk to Barnett in the pod, like all of a sudden it's like, Hi. oh yeah, that like like kind of oh, like lady baby boy. Yeah, I was just hey, like, baby. I hate that. Oh, hey. it's like loud was hey. Oh yeah. no, I'm exhausted too. Oh yeah, but then and then I also got really ticked with him because when he told her of like who care or I uh, uh, Barnett Barnett okay when he was like oh man I would like marry you tomorrow if no one else was in this pod and she's like it, I'll I'll call it off with Mark if that's what you want he's like I just need like a definitive answer and then she like calls it off with him and goes back in and she's like do you still feel the same way and he's like I don't know I'm like. You're such an asshole. Like, I think Barnett, like, I, I, You're I don't know. A dick. I'm not going to say he didn't eventually get genuine feelings for Amber, who he ended up with. But I feel like, to him, it was a game, like, to see how many yeah. girls he could string along with his, like, like, it was a very, like, college frat boy attitude. Like, hey, bro. Yeah, he just was like, oh, man, I like them all. That's not. That's not yeah. what this is about. This isn't about, like, how many people can I hook up with? Like, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, winner take all. Who wants to bet? Like, that's exactly. not what it's about. And if that's what like, you were there for, like, um, there's there's other shows for that kind of stuff. Exactly. Yeah, I just thought, I thought it was gross. So, like, on the reunion, when Amber kind of lays into her, I feel like part of her was justified. But also, like, you kind of need to lay into your husband as well. Yeah. Like, I mean, well, granted, like, it was edited. I don't know what all was said. Right. But, but when you watch that, she's not fully to blame there. He 100% was like... I'd marry you tomorrow if no one else. Like, she didn't hallucinate that. No. And I (laughs) kind of justifies it. Like, I asked him, like, what he meant, da 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 da. And, like, he told me what he actually meant. And so I was fine. No, that shouldn't be fine. Because because Jessica doesn't know that. Right. And he still, like, let it go. He still said that to her. And she thought, why would she know what he meant? Like, he didn't explain that to her. He was going to cut things off with, like, with, um, with Mark. Mark, sorry. You calling him Matt threw me off. <laughs> and I was like, and he knew she was going to go do that. Like, yeah. Like, he told her, we saw it. Well, I just need, like, like a definitive answer. Like, that's what he said to her. So, your husband, like, was not this innocent person who, no. like, he led her on. And so, yeah, she got sloppy drunk in Mexico and stuff and definitely came off real, like, ooh. Okay, now you're flirting, or it looks like you're still got feelings for Barnett. You're here with Mark. Okay, so that stuff's on you. But like, he, but he played he, with her emotions, and she was still recovering from. And it. this, and like she said, that like hurt. Jessica had a good point. This was days. This wasn't even weeks. This was like we were yeah. in the pod three days ago, and I'm just supposed to all of a sudden not have feelings anymore. Yeah. 
Yeah, which is I think a fair, I think a very fair point. Yeah. So even as like a viewer, we lose that perspective because it isn't. Yeah. It's not a normal dating situation. Exactly. Like this was just days. Like day three days late ago, you know, he was like, "I'd marry you." And so yeah, I was like, Amber, you need to calm the fuck down. You're kind of being white trash about this like no, it wasn't kind of, I, I, you can you can send me hate mail but that bitch was trashy yeah like, she from was the trashy. beginning like she's like <coughs> too much pda like no not even a good way just like bleh. yeah Bro. it was trashy i think i texted you i was like they belong in florida <laughs> but yeah i was just like calm down just because not like it, this wasn't one-sided this wasn't like this came out of nowhere he gave her all these signals and then oh days later turn off your emotions so yeah i feel kind of bad for her that she she kind of got that yeah brunt of that hate like there, no one's innocent but also like that i mean that i mean she her uh barnett shared the blame in that and exactly he, he, and he got and off the it, hook and all yeah and he also didn't like stand up and say like yeah, that happened, but also like I I want to apologize too for you know this, and so I I share that blame. Where I feel like like if the situation would have happened, like I feel like Cameron would have like stepped up and been like, "Yep, I was a dick. I'm sorry. I shouldn't have yeah. done that." I feel like Damien would have done it. I even feel yeah. like Mark would have done, done it. And I feel like uh uh um Karen. I feel like uh, who am I missing? Oh, Carlton. Kenny. Kenny. I feel and like Kenny, Kenny would have done it. Yeah. And I, I'm pretty sure Carlson would because he apologized for other Oh my stuff god. There. Like, his, for, like oh, on man. his knees apologizing. His apology, apology to Diamond I thought was really sweet. Very sweet. Like I think very genuine and sweet. Mm-hmm. A little awkward but really sweet. Right. Genuine. You know what I mean? I yeah, think things, when things are genuine they do become awkward. And I, there's a difference between awkward and cringe. And it, awkward's fine. Cringe yeah. is not okay. <laughs> no. You hear me Nick Lachey? Cringe is not okay. Ooh, you're a poet. <laughs> Wait, that one did rhyme. <laughs> um, well, let's talk about Kenny and Kelly. Because they kind of were... They were a snooze fest. They were the white bread of the They were. Show. And honestly, so... Um, they weren't even, they weren't even going to be one of the couples that, that we learned about and followed. They got, uh, like, of course they were in the pods, but they originally weren't in Mexico. There were just five couples in Mexico. When, um, Diamond and Carlton had their, like, explosive Beyonce lyric breakup. Oh, I loved that. (laughs) I loved that moment when she was just like, quoting Beyonce lyrics from Lemonade and I was just like oh my god this is a dream oh and I know he was wrong to call her out on her wig but we were all thinking it like, you, can see, you can see like the line in her part sometimes anyway. I know oh my god so Kenny and Kelly were they were flown out to Mexico after uh Carlton and Diamond had their breakup uh so they got to Mexico even later and they originally weren't part of the group because they weren't interesting enough and like it kind of showed like they were super and honestly so like you said that you think Jessica really wanted to uh like just like find love I think Kelly didn't want to I think Kelly is so like set in her ways and I don't think like I don't think I think her expectations are too high. Not that not that anything's wrong with Kenny. I just think Kelly has just like over the top expectations of what 
uh, her partner is going to be. And I feel like I feel like she's going to be a person who's always going to be single because no one is ever going to be good enough for her. I found it interesting that they never had sex over this whole time. They met even around. up to their wedding. They had yeah. never had sex. Yeah, like they fooled around and like did stuff. So I'm and just like, and like I feel like Kelly wasn't honest with him about that. She kept saying like, "Well, we have all the rest of it. I don't want to. I don't want to mess anything up by you know yeah. adding this to it." And then it was just like, "Oh, this isn't you know." I'm not like, food. I'm not like totally attracted to him. She talked about another boyfriend where she was like, "Oh, I was so infatuated with him, and I don't have that with Kenny." And I was like, "Stop comparing." I think. Well, there's also People a reason he's like, an ex-boyfriend. Like, exactly. Like, just because you were infatuated with somebody, well, it didn't work out. So, like, yeah. also, maybe maybe you also, like, are you not attracted to him at all? Well, you did other stuff with him. Like, I believe they said, like, we did everything but. So, but clearly, there's a level of attraction. If you can stick someone's dick in your mouth, you can probably. And like, I would argue that you got to be closer to someone to stick their um, dick in your mouth and to let them stick their dick in your vagina. Yeah. Or to let them eat you out. I got to yeah, be like, real. That's a different level of closeness than just like, than just quote, s- having sex. Stick it in. Yeah. Yeah. So I was like, I, I, you know, I don't, I mean, to each their own, but that was really surprising to me. And like, Maybe if you had done that, things would have been different. Because she talked at the reunion of, like, I thought we were going to continue our relationship after the wedding. They did. They dated for a little bit after calling their wedding off, but they eventually still broke up. Yeah, I just... It was very weird. It was. I wonder if they actually had sex. They should have asked him on the reunion. <gasps> so did you actually have. have sex? Did you ever bang it out? Real quick, off topic, but talking about sex and on here, I have to say, so... Uh, like Gigi jumped Damien. Like when they were having first night, first night in Mexico, he like, man. He like he went dessert. And she was like, "I am, I am dessert. dessert." And he was like, "Okay, he did." And then like she was all about it. Like she knew how many days it had been since she had sex. And bless her heart, it's been over a year. Like girl, I feel you. I know what you're going through, or you what yeah. you went through. She was um, just like, Let's do and this. then like the next morning, like they talked about it, and they were like, like she was like, yeah, and I, I basically jumped on him, and then he made love to me. Like they didn't have sex, they made love, and he even said that. And then, um, uh, Cameron and Lauren had sex the first night too, but like, like you could tell that like the producer or whatever was asking Cameron about it, and he refused to answer. He was I like, know. I was like, like, I don't. I'm not telling I'm you. I'm not that. telling you. He's like, it's none of your business. Yeah. And like Lauren did spill the beans, and I felt like he was like, well, that's if she wants to talk about it, it's fine. But like, I'm not going no. to. And I was like, I love you even more. I know. <laughs> Such like a like a gentleman, just a man, like mm-hmm. a real man. <laughs> And Amber and uh, what's oh, dude, his they face? Probably, like, they, like, they probably had pod like sexting or ta- how do you have like just how do you sex without actually texting? They had verbal sex. They had I don't know. I mean, phone I'm sure sex they were talking. Phone. Yeah, I'm sure they were. I'm sure they were. He was probably beating it off in the pond to every woman he was talking to because he's that kind of weirdo. Yeah, probably. So is that funny though? All the couples that had sex the first night that they were alone are yeah. together. Mm-hmm. And the couple yeah. didn't are not. Yeah, because Mark and Jessica eventually had sex, but not. But in it, Mexico. but it took a while because yeah. she was like, I don't know if I can't. She even talked about like, I don't know if I will get to that point. I'm, mm-hmm. I don't know. Yeah. So I guess I mean you know like they're like oh like true love waits and da 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 like no maybe no. it doesn't because these people mm-hmm. were that attracted to each other and like whatever they worked on it. 
They banged like, it out. Yeah. They, uh, Damien and G didn't get married, but they're still dating now. But they're, they're, yeah, yeah, they're together now. And they were like, yeah. So. so hmm. Anyone's looking for a first date, hit me up. We can do it the first night. And then we can be. <laughs> you can talk through a wall for a while. Four days. And, Four days. And then, okay. And then propose. Then you can say that you love each other. <laughs> then you can go to Mexico for a week. Banging out the first night you get there. There's a whole. We got a whole playbook. And like. I, I, I can like see people making fun of like oh I like saying like telling people you love them proposing like four days so if, if proposing is kind of whoa but like I love you but like think about that like you like you said like these people were like in these pods for 16 hours a day doing nothing like, but talking right and so even so like say you were there for the 10 days maximum that's a lot of hours like how many like how many, how many dates, dates in the real world be? is that you know what I mean like yeah right like what is the like average that? date four hours three hours yeah like a three four hour date so, I'm gonna do the math. I know I'm doing it right now too. So let's say ten days, sixteen hours, hundred and sixty hours. Let's say divide that by three. What a normal date would be. That's fifty three dates. I mean, that's that's a lot I'm, of dates. I'm gonna divide it by four because I go on longer dates, and that's like okay. forty dates though. Still, yeah. it's a lot of fucking dates. So it's not yeah. that outrageous to be like, "I love you," after it's forty dense. dates. It's really not. It's yeah. Even, I mean, that wasn't was just even that say, wasn't. That you wasn't all the same with person. So yeah, it wasn't with half, the same person. Twenty dates. It's still. I don't think. I still don't feel like it's that outrageous. At twenty dates. In twenty dates, you say you love somebody. I'm I don't think, think it's outrageous. I mean, I'm trying to think. I'm not saying it's okay. I'm not saying everyone needs to be in love at twenty dates. I'm just saying I don't think. Yeah. It's, oh my I god. Like, I don't think it's the equivalent of saying you said you love someone in ten days. I don't think it's the equivalent. Yeah, but you know exactly. I mean? It was. It's a lot of time mm-hmm. condensed down a lot of yeah. time at like i feel like there wasn't a lot of the, like the small talk like, exactly. what did you do at work today how was your work week it no. was like deep diving into like this is my like this is how i grew up this is what's important to me these are you know these are my past relationships this is what like food i you know what i mean like it was like real stuff not so how was your weekend yeah my boss is sucks so i really need to look for a job and you know the kids are stressing me out no it's none of that like filler bullshit yeah yeah it was just a lot of stuff so yeah the getting engaged part and like getting married that that is bonkers but it has like, a 50 percent. oh not well i am sure i'm gonna call it a 50 percent return because i'm gonna i'm gonna say damien and g are like together they work 50 percent of the time I, yeah well for a year a year out sure I just, like, well, I was. Were you surprised? I wasn't surprised, but were you surprised when Amber and Barnett were at the reunion talking about like have they issues and that Amber had even considered like reaching out and contacting no, a divorce I was not lawyer? By that. I was surprised they were together when she was like divorce lawyer. I was like, yeah, those those two are not going to laugh. Even like when she's talking about their issues on this on this reunion, he's giggling and laughing. Like he, like I don't he's really just, like Amber, I... but like he wasn't even taking that seriously. And I was like, how can you be like? emotionally like how can you be with someone that has that little emotional intelligence yeah i don't i i i couldn't like i'd be so frustrated like i don't you know i want to have kids i don't want to marry a kid like you need to grow the fuck up yeah he's a very immature like 28 year old i just would want to strangle him yes like i don't have a yeah i don't it blows my mind that you are able to have a big boy job you know what i mean i just i you wouldn't he would infuriate me Mm-hmm. and not like isn't I, he I like an fall. engineer 
Yeah. Well, yeah, he's an engineer. He's in construction. And I was like, well, what kind of – hold on. I always want to be <laughs> like, mm, what do you what do you really do? Are you in construction management? Are you really like an engineer? I also like when they're like, Cameron's a scientist. I was like, what the fuck does that mean? Scientist? No one's like, I'm a scientist. No, what are you actually – and I didn't realize in the in the beginning that like they were all from like they were all currently living in the Atlanta area. I thought they were from all over the country because I remember him saying he was from Maine, and I was like, "How is this gonna work? Like how like oh, right. how they keep like are they gonna fly back and forth?" And I was like, "Oh, like there he's like originally from Maine, but he lives in Atlanta. Got it." Yeah, <laughs> I was like, which "How I is that was, gonna work?" Which I really thought was cool. So everyone like go live your normal lives. Oh, you like, live your normal life. You're gonna go to work. You're gonna do what you normally do. Because that was a concern of Damien's was that like because he, like he had to take more time off work than like originally he agreed on. Uh, that he wasn't he wasn't sure if he was gonna get fired or not. So then he was stressed out about being able to provide for her and like take care of her. Yeah, yeah. I like that they got to do their kind of like normal lives as much as they could you know Mm -hmm. like you're not gonna go live in your real house you'll live in these apartments but like go Mm -hmm. work do your work and like oh and when cameron showed lauren his house like you could tell like from a socioeconomic like level like those two were very different like she had like a tiny apartment he had this huge house yeah but he didn't care and he was like yeah well i bought this house because i i I know i want to like settle down in life and like have a wife and eventually have kids and like so i got this house for that like i want this to be our house like it wasn't like this is my house like i want to impress you like i want this to be our house yeah and like she even said that like oh like i could see like oh this is like being a kid's room or whatever and he like said like on the one-on-one like camera interview was like saying like he had more pictured it like being like an office for her if that's what she wanted but the fact that she saw it as like a kid's room like really you could tell that he was really like touched by that yeah he's so sweet i just like them as a couple so much I did. Like, I'm so glad they worked out, but also I was just a little bit jealous of Lauren. I was like, you should have broke his heart and I could have made him happy. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> Bitch. <laughs> yep. But they are sweet, and I just love them. I really, really do. I do, too. And his house was awesome for, like, that's like oh, a Oh, yeah. Even like, the suburb. Like, suburbs are more expensive sometimes. It was an awesome house. His house was very cool. It was very cool um so yeah. do you think you could uh let's let's let joey never happen you don't have kids could you go on something like this and get married in 30 days at the age i am now mm-hmm. um yeah I, you know what i i would be open to try i would be open to the experience i would totally too. be open to it uh i probably would have like agreed to it when i was younger too but i think that's a terrible because i think you're more willing to like well fuck it whatever but like now, like knowing like life a little bit more, like I feel like I would you'd be better equipped to like talk and like suss someone out. Does that oh, make yeah. sense? I would rather, you know what? I would probably rather do this than go on a, like a goddamn oh dating my app. Gosh, I'd be I like, sure. People share. I'm um, some of my widow groups. People share like conversations they've had with like people they've been talking to, and I'm just like, no, go oh, wait. <laughs> no, thank burn you. it with fire. Like no, no down so i I would probably rather yeah rather do this than than go on tinder oh yeah yeah, yeah. i'd be open to it i'd rather cut off my left tit than go on tinder probably but not your right one no that one's my good one yeah she's she's more perky you gotta keep the good one yeah (laughs) 
So I, Whitney, I definitely, I definitely think there's something to like. Now, how hard would it be to keep the person? Your marriage, I like that. Although I love uh, that. I my my my. <laughs> I hate myself. So Jessica was hung up on age. I would be so stressed out about height. I really would. Oh my god. <laughs> oh my god. I would. I don't know why. I don't know why. It's just who I am. It's just my, it's just my, it's my, it's just my, it's my one vein, not my one vein, but my one really like vein issue I have. Like, I hope you'd end up I'd with a four foot, 10 inch. As long as we had a big dick, I'd probably figure it out. Yeah. Could you keep your wedding a secret for over a year? Yeah, I could. Yeah, I think it'd be yeah, hard, especially if like, especially like being in love and being excited. You want to be like, guess what? You know, I guess like, your close friends and family know, but still. Yeah, I mean, because there'd be, be a handful of people at the wedding, and that'd be it. I I could do it. Yeah, I guess as long as like your most important people could be at your wedding, and those people could know, as yeah. long as you would be there, and I could like talk to you, I'd be fine. Exactly. Yeah, you like have you a handful like, of people. Maybe where... Linda and some other people need to be there and I'd be like, okay. Exactly. There'd be, you know, the, the few handful of people so you'd be like, okay, well, good. Then I can tell you about stuff and we can, you know, send you pictures or whatever. Then fine. Mm-hmm. Then I'd be good. But if it was like, no, nobody can know, that'd be hard. What um, would your wedding dress look like? Oh, you know, I don't Because you had a it. Vegas wedding so you had to pick out a wedding dress that could fly. So now what would your wedding dress look like? Uh, probably, I don't know. I don't don't care. I don't. Uh, I don't know. I'm gonna bling you out. It's gonna be like, you know, throat to ankles rhinestones. That seems very Glitter. on brand for me. Yes. <laughs> like rhinestones, I would weigh a lot. You'd probably be able to keep it up. God, Your left I'd, tip would yeah. be popping out. I'd just be like crawling down the aisle. Like, Hold on. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I don't know. I hope. I wonder if they'll do. I'm sure they'll do a season two because this is like the number one rated show for them right now. Like I've ever. Two ever. Now. It fell is to it the two? like the trials of the 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 Gabriel, the the kid that got murdered by his. Yeah, parents. I can't watch that shit. So. Yeah. Um. So I'm sure they'll make a season two. So. Although I wonder, I wonder if they'll wait so long to put it out. See, that's the thing. Like they made this in 2018. I'm glad that they did that, though. I am too. I would, I like, would hate to be left with like, well, what the fuck happened? I like exactly. to know what happened. I want to know what happened. So I wonder if they made another one in like, tw- like 2019, hoping it would be good. Yeah. Or if now Although they're. I would rather, honestly, I would rather just follow some of these. people. I, I just want to follow, like Cameron and Lauren should get their own show. Frankly, they totally should. I bet they're in talks. Yeah, people love them. If you get on Instagram, Lauren has a million, and Cameron has like eight hundred fifteen thousand. Yeah. So Cam- like, I'm a bad woman. I follow Cameron, Kelly, and uh, Damien. <laughs> you don't. Follow, you better. I, I, follow, I follow Lauren, but I don't. As you say, you better uh, follow Lauren. If you follow her husband, you better follow her. I follow Lauren. I don't follow Kelly. I don't really care about Kelly. She bugged me. I think I followed yeah. you too because she like she, like her like job was like social media influencing. So I think oh, I followed okay. her. I think that's how I found most of them. Okay. So I follow the I follow the I follow the girls with the guy except for I don't follow uh, Kelly. Well, she's not with Ken anymore, so you don't have to. I know. And if Ken uh, Ken breaks up with his current girlfriend, like, let me know, Ken. Let me know. Yeah. He, you know what? When she, like, quote, unquote, left him at the altar, he handled it so well. Like, he was, he handled it really well. And, like, he, like, just, like, kind of gave it, like, a little speech. Totally unprepared. But he just gave a little speech, like, 
you know, like high emotions, da da da. And like Kelly's mom like leaned over and was like, I really like him. And at that like part of that also like led into like my like idea of like this bitch is just like she's never like no one's ever gonna be good enough for her. You know what I mean? No, because like, even when their parents met, they were both like sets of parents were like, you know what? We and we get it. We married really quick. No, we I don't mean that her, you guys. Like her parents like, don't think someone will be good for her. I mean, no, no, no. I know it. what I'm saying is like, oh. like, yeah, like there was no. It's all her because like even her yeah. parents were like, you guys, like, mm-hmm. we married fast. We understand like a connection, and we, you know what I mean. So like, yeah, yeah everyone, it's it's all. It's all her, cause yeah. And her mom was like, "I really like him." Like when I he was like know. crying and like telling everyone, like you know, we have a lot of emotions. This is you know a weird situation, and da 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 da. And you were just like, her I mom know. was like, "That dumb bitch. What did we do wrong raising that stupid cunt?" <laughs> He's so nice. What really like? I know you're just like, oh damn. When like but when you your daughter, son in law, like whatever with her, but like we still want you around. We like you. I know. <laughs> God, I know it's really bad when like your daughter is like, I can't marry you, and then your mom leans over and is like, Oh, I really like the groom. <laughs> like shit. <laughs> oh, that don't bode well. Oh, oh, Kelly, you're you're your own worst enemy. So you think love is blind, Whitney? I think there there's definitely something to be said for meeting people without seeing them. I'm sure yeah. there's going to be a gazillion dating apps that pop up where like you don't see a profile picture you engage without but i don't think seeing people if not we need to get in on this but i don't i don't think it would work in that sense like i still because here's the thing like those people were still those people still people were sought out like uh none of them were unattractive you know what i mean no one was overweight or like had a weird issue and i mean uh carlton was on uh real housewives of atlanta before this uh damien has an old ig uh account where he likes listed as a model slash actor and had like work done there so like these people aren't just like joe schmo that works at the convenience store putting up an app like on an app so while I, like i think love is blind in this aspect but i still those still people those still people were screened out like there weren't serial killers in there you know so I feel like in the real world, it's not going to work quite as well as it did on the show. Oh, I'm yeah, but I'm sure that there are already apps to like bank on this and like ride well, the coattails, and know, we I'm need to get in on it. Show, I'm gonna have to check it out, and maybe I'm just gonna do it for the funsies. I know. I'm just like, damn. I wish I could create an app because there's, you know, there's got to be stuff now. But yeah, like I'm sure there's like something it. to it. Yeah, when you meet people that and you're not looking and getting distracted, and you're actually getting to know them genuinely, there's something right, there and for they were sure. Able to, like, you know, put aside like the outside world, like they, were, they didn't have their phones or anything. Oh yeah, we should start. Remember when people did speed dating? We should start pod dating. Oh my gosh. <laughs> Mm-hmm. I'm serious because I think there's going to be a swing. I think people are going to get tired of using the apps. I think people already are tired of using the apps and they're going to want to come back to doing a more person connection. I but think that's important. Yeah. Like I met Joey in person, right? Yeah. And doing apps like, oh, God, that sounds awful. And I think 
uh, like millennials and stuff. I think we love our phones and blah, blah, blah. But I think there is something to be said. I think people would like to meet humans in a human way. So, yeah, we should start a small version yeah. of this. Um, I, One of my friends tried to get me to go do speed, speed dating relatively recently. And I was like, go fuck yourself. Go fuck yourself. <laughs> uh, thank you, no. Well, yeah. I was like, I, I'm just like, I'm not in a place to be like, yeah, I want to start dating. Like, no, I got yeah. my own issues before I bring someone else into my issues. I assume <laughs> that like, if people want my assistance in getting them to date, you mm-hmm. will come tell me that. Yeah, I am. I think that's a good. Never ever will I ever approach another person saying, oh. "Hey, I'm gonna take you dating." Hey, I have a person for you. Never. So you wouldn't like message me like on Thanksgiving and be like, "Hey." No, I would I never. I met a man. That I think you. you would really like. No. <laughs> Not appropriate. Ever. Never. It's not happened or anything. Because when you are ready to date, if you want my assistance, you will make it known to me because I know that that's what you will do. Okay. Uh, what is your assistance to me dating? You know I get tit deep if you need it. I go out. I hunt them up. I send them up to Columbus if I have to with like a little bow around their neck saying present from Whitney. Uh okay yeah okay. Oh. i'm just curious what your assistance is i mean it's getting on an app and finding them it's uh-huh. sending them up you know, will you screen them first it's yeah it's whatever like, like in the world of recruiting like you don't just send someone in for an interview like you gotta make no them you gotta up. like you gotta do the work make them go through the assessment and then you gotta phone screen them then you bring them in for a quick preliminary interview before they ever get to the hiring manager like exactly. there's steps before there's, okay there's, yeah i know this there's a lot of gatekeeping that goes on yeah, like i don't want you just spray and pray i don't just, just send out a bunch no. of people and just see what happens no 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 there's multi steps before i would even consider but the first one involves you first making Getting it my shit together. 100% clear, Whitney, I, Melissa, am consenting to you that I, Melissa, would like assistance in possibly dating a human man. So I that's feel the like first just, step. I feel like just having that conversation is just too easy. Like, I feel like I feel like because like the new trend now is to do bridesmaids proposals. Oh fuck! Like the bride proposes to the bridesmaid. I feel like I need to like like send you a gift and like invite you to help me. That's part of this process. But I like very formal, very formal. Like there's a there's a ritual. We probably have to like like cut our hand, like slice our finger open and press them together, like a blood ritual. Maybe like bind bind our hands together with like a sacred rope or something. It's gonna be real, like real spiritually uplifting. Light an incense and like say not a little. Not patchouli though. I don't oh, know no, lavender, but not patchouli. I can't. I can't do. I, I like lavender. Lavender's, Lavender's fine. Yeah, but no, no patchouli. I have. I can't a strict do patchouli. No patchouli rule. I can't. Do, my, I have a strict no sage rule. So, um, <laughs> but it has been very clear to me from day one that you will one hundred percent make it known okay. that you want that. It would never be. I've decided. You were no for fuck's sake, no, I'm not no. Um, so yeah, 
Okay. I have but another. We are going to start uh, pod dating. It might have to start. I think we'll just go get some like um, porta potties. No. This is how it's going to start. We're going to get no. old porta potties. We're going to retrofit no. them as pods. We're going to. No, gonna we're not. Do... We're going to go get those old, like we used to have for the science fair, those like trifold cardboards. And we're going to put them on the tables. Okay. And like okay. just like poke holes through them. So like you can't really see through them, but you yeah. can like hear through them. Okay. Okay. You know what I mean? Well, no, we cut little squares and then we insert wax paper. Oh, okay. Yeah, and then you can talk through it. Okay. Okay. I like that. We should light a candle on like one side so like somebody can like see someone's shadow. Silhouette. Ooh, sexy. Like like, we like judge them based on their like hand puppets skills. Okay. Okay. Yeah, we're gonna do this instead of speed dating. It's pod dating. Netflix will probably sue us. We have to come up with a different name, but. We will fucking clean up. No, we use it. it's pod as in like platonic life mates pod. Like that's what okay. we we'll call it PL pod dating. Okay. Yeah, we'll call it plod dating. <laughs> <laughs> Love it. All right. Coming Love soon it. to a city near you. Plod we- dating. <laughs> We gotta really like stop sharing all of our ideas with the world. Like we come up with our with really great ideas. <laughs> it's fine, no one's listening anyway. Yeah, they are. Okay. Actually, we have a new listener. Um, one of uh, someone messaged me last week. I shared it with you, saying that she just started listening to our podcast. Her name's Carolyn. She just started listening to our podcast, and like she was on the episode of the royal wedding, and I was or the royals, and I was like, oh, it gets much better from there. Yeah, it's not a probably good one. our least successful book review. Like our book reviews get oh, much better as fuck, we go. That's a bad one. And so as we're recording this, this was last week. She was on that re- episode, which was what our third episode. I'm not even sure. Third or fourth. Mm. Anyway. She she messaged me she's like so in the week that's gone by since i last messaged you i am now on episode 13 of your podcast shit <laughs> i love you <laughs> i love that i love that so much well carolyn leave a review on apple podcasts <laughs> that would be if, cool if there's something you would like us to talk about let us know because as you probably apparently realize, you're our number one listener <laughs> we can talk about anything um whitney Oh, oh and I, I, I didn't do a, I didn't do thirty seconds with Amanda yet, and it's hold a, on. I have another beef of the week too. Fuck. So, okay. Yeah. So I got some shit from some friends about the one dude, Adam, whatever his name is. Adam. Yeah. Adam Driver. <laughs> anyway, so we had a friend send send a message with a picture of him on fire, like and then a, like the hot emoji, and I was like, please tell me you don't think he's hot, and she's like, he's hot. I was like, ugh. So Beth, that's my third beef of the week is you and your weird sexual attraction to this weird alien dude weird i mean i don't i don't find him attractive either. every once in a while i'm like oh he's not so bad but the 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 general look of his face and his ears and stuff not so much when his hair's longer i'm like okay not so bad well, well uh, it's just he's just not my type i shared with you my not, current crush and you get it like i yeah he's tall though so at least if he was in your pod and he came out you'd be like whew well at least maybe he's tall if i could enough. get to know you know what honestly that's how he, terrible he's I very am. deep i would take i would take a like society-based less attractive man who was tall over like a smoking hot average height dude yeah really maybe would. maybe in the pod you'd like him because he seems I would, maybe. his interviews he seems does he, very does he have a deep voice i love a deep voice he, he does have a good voice oh yeah, yeah he does he probably, have a good voice he'd probably make my panties wet if i couldn't see his face i think he would i'll send you like a a clip and you can just like close your eyes and listen because he does okay. have a yeah 
You might change your mind. I might change my mind. Okay. I okay. like his acting. And I'm I like come back next week and apologize to everybody and be like, yes, I've changed my mind. Um, what is your 30 seconds with Amanda going to be like? I think like you guys have have a topic. You can't just like, I don't know. 30 seconds with Amanda. I don't know. Let's see what we're talking about. Okay. Amanda, I realize that we connected in the pod, but I've decided I have to marry Melissa. I know that you're a heartbroken girl, but it's not personal. I mean, it technically is personal because that's what this was about, but I know you would find someone else who is just as much of a frat dude as me. She's married. I know. Is her husband a frat dude? I don't know. I'm trying to think. You're I mean, ruining my 30 seconds with Amanda. Hey, I would say this. Adam is not not a frat dude. I'm not saying he is, but he's okay. not not. Well, never mind. I've changed my mind. Amanda, I'm going with you because Melissa ruined my 30 <laughs> seconds with Amanda. Aw, uh, you're welcome, Amanda. So fuck you, Melissa. Thank okay. You. Tiny joys. Tiny joys. You have a tiny joy? Uh, what was my tiny joy oh at yes i do okay. uh i forgot it and then i remembered it so for the birthday party i went to this is a friend and she always comes up with things to do at her party because she that's just the way it rolls and so it's always Fun. yeah it's like activities um and one of them was to read we reenacted scenes from Fleabag, which you haven't watched, so it's the other reason I'm marrying Amanda. You don't know if I haven't watched it. You, you haven't, haven't two weeks. watched it. You don't know that. I do. No, you don't. Because I have watched it, bitch. I don't believe anyway, you. Carry on. Uh so I bought um Fleabag the Scriptures, which is all of the episodes of the tv show like the scripts oh, okay and i bought it for myself as like an early birthday present because i had so many points from amazon <laughs> oh perfect so i was like happy early birthday to me also i love this and also my tiny joy was uh reenacting and being phoebe waller bridge and olivia coleman so i got to to <laughs> live out <laughs> my adult my adult dreams of being those two amazing women were you having a one-woman show in your living room? Just like... Well, it was at her house. Oh, okay. And we reenacted. She picked a couple scenes. And so one scene was her and I, and we did the the therapist or the counselor scene from season uh-huh. two. Um, and I got to be Fleabag, which was super fun because I got to say, I want to fuck a priest. And then I also got to say, can you fuck God? Which were two fun things to say. And then the other scene we reenacted, there were a couple, but I got to be Olivia Coleman in the... Um, dinner scene of the first episode of season one. So that was super fun. You know, there was a a, a night in our life, Whitney, when one of us, potentially both of us, could have fucked a priest. Do you remember that? I mean, he... Yeah, I guess he was young. I mean, we could have. Yeah, I'm just saying. Like, that would have been a story to tell. We, I think we had a missed opportunity there. I mean, he was very drunk, and I don't think he was remotely attracted to either of us, but the opportunity might have presented itself. Yep. But I was not interested whatsoever, and neither were you. No, I was ready to go home, because that was literally the weirdest night of my life. We should explore that one day. 
Um, so my tiny joy is a uh, commercial. Okay. Uh, by uh, it's a new uh, Kotex commercial, and um, in like the simulation of like how absorbent it is, they do not use the blue weird blue liquid. The new Kotex ad uses realistic. Uh, it's not blood, but it's red liquid to represent menstrual blood, and the um. The creative and design director, her name is Sarah Paulson. She is quoted to say, uh, blood is blood. This is something that every woman has experienced and there's nothing to hide. And then like, there's some side-by-side pictures of it. I just think, I don't know. It's something that we're moving for. That blue liquid is weird. And again, like this is more about like body acceptance and like periods aren't gross. Periods aren't weird. And like, there's nothing to be embarrassed about. And I, I think it's a good message. However, that message gets across to, to girls and to boys. Like, like, periods are normal like we're not going to make fun of girls because they have a period at school or like something like that like it's normal and it's nothing to be embarrassed absolutely nothing to be embarrassed about i love it except now i'm worried because my period blood is blue Hmm. is it mine's neon green but i just assumed that was because i was an alien yeah brought to conquer earth better go to the doctor okay doctor well if you like what you hear please share with someone else so they might like it or at least judge you harshly for being like what do you listen to in your spare time you could be doing something else productive so take a screenshot put it on your instagram stories or put it on facebook tag somebody um we greatly appreciate it because we'd like more people to listen to our ramblings wouldn't you mm-hmm. wouldn't you I will. And uh, yeah, right. Me too. You can rate and review us on Apple Podcasts or wherever you listen to your podcasts. That'd be really helpful. We greatly appreciate it. It's the only way podcasts really grow. So, you know, help us out. And let's see. You can find us at platoniclifemates.com, on Instagram at platoniclifemates, uh, at Gmail at platoniclifemates at gmail.com so if there is something you want us to talk about you can find us at all of those places and tell us if you want to tell us how pretty we are or how smart we are or how funny we are you can do that there or how much you hate us that's fine too. i mean i prefer not that because <laughs> we're delicate humans uh you can find us on facebook at platonic life mates or on our facebook page at platonic life Mates, adult, lady, friends, coven. I think I did that right today. You did. Whoop, whoop. Oh, I'm so proud of myself. And is that everywhere? I think that's everywhere. Yep, that's everywhere. And just a quick reminder that our March book club book oh, yeah. is Miss You by Kate Everlin. I know a couple people who started reading it. So if anyone else wants to start reading it, we will be recording that episode probably on the 27th. So it'll go up uh, either late March, the first couple days of March or early. Uh, what's after March? April. Oh, my. <laughs> rain went away for a second so you still have a couple weeks to get that read so just wanted to remind us yeah good because i need to still read it too (laughs) and if you have thoughts or questions we'll start um a post about it in the facebook group so all the more reason you should join the group because it's private and we can say all kinds of things there and it's a coven haven't you like isn't your childhood dream to be part of a witchy coven i know it's mine so all right See you next week. Bye. Bye. Auf Wiedersehen.